Jeremy, I've been looking forward to this conversation for a long time. Probably longer than we've had it on the calendar. As crazy as that sounds, just because I knew something inside me told me we were going to have this conversation at some point. Oh. I just knew we were going to talk to Marcus Rogers, even though we didn't have a date for a while. We kind of jumped the gun with golf boys. He was so kind to uh, help guide Tyler and Brandon through that episode. <laughs> and that kind of then inhibited him, not prohibited, but just inhibited him from coming back in a prioritized fashion. So what do they say? The first shall be last and the last shall be first. Well, we're, this isn't last by any stretch of the means, but because he is last relatively, now he gets to be first. And here he is. Here he is, folks. Very deep. Okay. So this is Marcus Rogers. There's there's few people on this earth that I feel very comfortable with. Marcus is one of those guys for me that uh, I just naturally gel with in certain areas. Typically, it's music and golf. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you just... You guys you, have a lot of history there. Yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about. When you just have a connection with someone and, uh, you know, there's there's not a song I don't think he and I couldn't sing. And there's not a golf scramble that I don't think he and I could give oh, a run at. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just, you know, those people that when you team up with them, you just, confidence just overcomes you. Well, yep. that's that's what Marcus Rogers does for me in a couple things. Just a couple things. It's like you guys never missed a beat. That's right. And that's yeah. important when you're playing music. <laughs> yeah. Well, both, both with both of you, I mean, we all went to Worcester Christian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeremy told a story about our fight in, yeah. in elementary school at Worcester Christian. So yeah. for all Tackled three of us, I mean, it goes back mm-hmm. right over 20 years. Right. Well yeah. over 20 years. Yeah, absolutely. Your father was a, a great basketball coach of us, Jeremy oh, and yeah. I. Yeah. I tripped you that one practice. Yeah. I told that yeah. story. And blamed that was, you thought it was Brad. That was the Dorman. only time I, the <laughs> <laughs> first time I, I, I knew that it was Brad. So we got to track Brad down and, or, yeah, give him, maybe apologize to him. <laughs> yeah, yep. I'll never forget Butch at the end of that basketball season was going around telling people like what pro basketball player they remind them of. Oh, I remember that too. <laughs> that's, you, that's a very yeah. Butch thing to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you remember who yours was? I do. I remember who mine was. Who, who was, was yours? I thought I was Scotty Pippen, I believe. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah, that's Hall of Famer Scotty Pippen. Yeah. yeah, and I, I thought yeah. my nose was a little bit more pointy. It doesn't look like I <laughs> run into a wall. Right. No, you got flattened your nose. But uh, it, my skill level, I guess, not skill level. I guess my play style, more, mm-hmm. more right. or less. Right. Um, but who was yours? Charles Barkley. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that is. Good. Yeah, but at the time I wasn't into it because he was <laughs> just a round mound of rebound, you know. And uh, Butch later on, after high school, I think, this was probably in my 20s, he later on admitted to me that he he just, he didn't know, he, he couldn't find another basketball player when he was trying to think of someone for me. And he just said Charles oh, no. Barkley, because I, I was just chubby and had my head shaved like Charles Barkley. Oh. But you were in there rebounding, mixing it up, going oh, yeah. hard to yeah. the hoop. Oh, yeah. Always stealing. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot out on the perimeter, but. No. You know? No, that's where you were out there, darting yeah. around using those V cuts. Yeah, well, you don't you don't want to go in amongst the trees too often when you're when you're as small as I was, and, sure, and am. But you were yeah. you were always a brave baller. You've been brave in many ways. I was just thinking today. You know, I don't I don't know you to turn down an argument. I don't know for for you to turn down much of conflict. You face it head on. Yeah, I'd say that 
especially when I was younger, that was probably, that was probably true. I did. I, I think I had a little case of little man syndrome or Napoleon complex, maybe, you okay. know, okay. cause the other story that I was reminded of Jeremy, when you were telling that story about getting tripped was, um, I don't know exactly what prompted it, but Michael Alexander bumped me pretty hard a couple times. Okay. And I went oh, like yeah. flying down and like a bigger guy. feet up, you know, going flying front kick on him. Oh. And so, and he was twice my yeah, size. Yeah, like in the so, air. Yeah. Flying kick. Yeah. yeah. So oh, wow. it was, you know, one of those where you just had to uh, prove that you were a little tougher than than what you look like because of how small you were. So. Right. And being the youngest kid and then Michael's friends coming over when they always, you know, beating up on you. They're gets, the worst. You know, Michael's friends. Uh, yeah. yeah. It just, it, it gets bottled up and you got to let it, let it go somehow. So. Right. So I chose Jeremy and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and see how that worked out yeah. for me. But the other thing is I've always had big friends, you know. Right. So you can talk a lot of trash to other people when you've got big friends you know feel a little tougher than maybe you are if if Back you know you've got three dos boys standing behind you right they're strong they're strong and and scrappy and two of them are fast guac will get there but the other two are fast <laughs> now that's a good but, point that you bring up guac because it has mm-hmm. been told that you have termed the nickname guac Yes. To Trevor yeah. Doss, yes. the youngest of the Dosses, yep. the Dossi. Mm-hmm. And do you remember how you came up with that? So, or is this even true? It is true. Yeah. And I don't think that I can take full credit for it. I think this was a combination of Brandon Rutt and I. Oh, I thought I it was believe. like a Taco Bell commercial or something. No, okay. no, it was. So <laughs> yeah. it was, it was during basketball, basketball season. I think we were at a shoot around before a game. Like, you know, if you had a Saturday game. You yeah. had to be at the school at eight o'clock to make sure that you're up shooting right. around. You're not sleeping in. Right, right. So, and they were always, William, yeah, they were Gerber, always, yeah. Get up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Willie, Travis, and Ty Stye, always late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So they were, they were very relaxed. There wasn't any structure to it. You, they just wanted you up moving. And so at the time, I don't know if you remember the and one mixtapes. Oh, yes. You know, street mm-hmm. ball. Yes. And then everybody had nicknames like the professor, the professor yeah. and hot sauce yeah. and so trevor he's standing there and he's messing around he's going between his legs and cro- you know doing crossovers messing around and he's he's like just call me hot sauce so uh oh so, he tried to self-title uh, himself yeah. okay. so brandon and i told him well you're not spicy enough to be hot sauce you can be guacamole mm-hmm. I like but guacamole that. was too long of a nickname so we just shortened, shortened it to guac. I love to it. guac. I love that. Yeah. See, so. I, I we weren't sure what the, it meant. I, I thought maybe it had like a connotation, like a one day shelf life type of a thing. Like, <laughs> he's only good today, but not tomorrow. It's guac. No. But, yeah. you know, there's so many different ways we you were, can go with it. We, like we, an we avocado. Were, you can use yeah. it a hundred different ways. Yeah. But, you know, we, it was, it was us upperclassmen, you know, bringing them, bringing them down a little bit, you know, yeah. he, he was, yeah. oh, I'm hot sauce. I'm spice. No, no, no. no. I just You're thought he always like going to Chi Chi's right. restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it makes sense now. That's yeah. perfect. But Brandon and I, we, we picked on, on Trevor and, and this goes back to, to the, I think my reason or the, um, the reasoning that I've 
rationalized for my being mean to Trevor, Trevor Doss over the years right. is that as, as a younger brother and getting picked on by your older brother and his oh, friends, okay. that now it's my turn, I get to pick on the younger brother. Right. So right. Yeah. we would, we, during golf, we would, uh, we'd go and he would just leave his car's keys in his car yeah. and he was on JV. And when we were in varsity, we'd go in and just, uh, take his, he had this little Toyota Paseo. Oh. And so we'd steal his car and then drive down. I forget what that road is that, um, the par five that runs along back nine on, uh, on at the pines. The pines. Yeah. What, what is that road? Anyway, we, yeah. we drive Pat, like we try to time it up where he was playing that hole and we drive, <laughs> drive past, past and just like honk the horn and he'd look over and see his car flying down the road. And <laughs> one time we took his keys out of his locker and uh, drove it up on the snow mound back by the Gerber building Oh that yeah, that they would pile up all that snow. And then yeah. we went and hid and watched him come out and get a reaction out of him when he's like looking for his car. And then he sees it up at the top of the, the snow mound. So. Oh my goodness. I bet Wiley had a heyday with yeah. that car up there. Oh my Sorry, Glock. <laughs> yeah, he ha- he just has a good face for making fun of, you know, like Trevor. <laughs> just the way he looks at you, you just want to yell at him. You're like, hey, Tyler earned it. Travis got it. And you don't have it. Get out of here. <laughs> you know, that's just what you want to say yeah, to him. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor. So, Marcus, your brother shared a lot of Muncie stories in the Lunchtime Football League mm-hmm. and with Sean Hirschberger being the MVP. And uh, I just wondered, did you do you have any Muncie memories yourself? Yeah, yeah. you know, I've got Were a you couple. around him? Yeah. I've got a couple of Muncie stories. Just so happens. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> um, and both of them involve me getting, me getting injured one time, somewhat seriously. And Michael actually... I think mentioned the story about me breaking both of my arms. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, uh, I think Howie Miller walking by and seeing me, you know, basically in shock and all white. But how did that, yeah. How did that happen? So there was a, a a kid in our class in eighth grade. His name was Scott Jarvis. He was only there the one year. Um, but he was a, he was a pretty big kid for, for eighth grade. And I don't know how we came up with the idea, but we found that, if Scott Jarvis got on all fours about five feet in front of the basketball hoop that we could then run, jump off of his back and then dunk. Yeah. So we had that, um, that time, you know, after lunch and before the next period started in the gym where you could do whatever. So Byron Schrock time. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yes, sir. So (laughs) yeah, a lot of, a lot of knockout games with with Byron Schrock and he was the king. Inhale that lunch mm-hmm. and get your full yep. time out there. Yeah. 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 That's why you wanted to be first in line so you could get mm-hmm. get out oh, and that get, was always huge. get down to business yeah. playing knockout. So anyway, we found out about that we could jump off of Scott Jarvis's back and, and dunk. <laughs> and it was me and Ty Stye, and I, I forget who else was doing it. Maybe Wes, maybe Kevin. Maybe not Kevin. Kevin was probably smart enough to realize that this is probably this not a great idea. Work. But Jen shoe was the monitor of that period okay and she saw us doing this and rightfully said hey guys cut it out no you know you can't do that okay she shut it down yeah she shut it down pretty quick and then i don't know why she was out but brian muncie took over Mm -hmm. and he didn't care so right game on right so scott get down there and get on all fours man 
So we started doing it. Ty Sai. Well, I, I decided that just dunking was getting a little boring. So oh. I needed Ty Sai to throw me an alley-oop. Oh, oh no. Now, if you ask Ty Sai to this day, he will say that it was a good alley-oop pass. I don't trust him. It was no. not. No. It was not. But I made the mistake of reaching back, trying to get this errant pass that he had thrown. And then somehow my fingers get kind of tangled up in the net and I get turned where I'm coming down with my feet basically um, horizontal, you know, parallel with, with the floor. So I put my hands down to break my fall and break both arms. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. So, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> so Muncie is not in much of a hurry and he like i'm laying down on the ground and i look up and my left arm's the worst like the bones down not like protruding out of the skin but it's oh. down and then up i thought i like, like dislocated my yeah. wrist Could I don't you even hear know if crack? that's possible oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh. yikes and so he just kind of comes waddles over, over waddles yeah. over no reaction he's like are you okay and i was like no i'm not okay look at my wrist <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Holy you're just sitting God. there trying not to to cry and he just it i don't think that he treated it with the uh the sense of urgency that that it required but maybe that right. was a good thing right you know don't don't panic yeah but uh i i got injured in front of him another time in shop class where he had a similar reaction where i'm using the table saw yeah and so i i don't know what that tool is called but it's the thing that as your hands get close to pushing the board through, you oh, have that yeah. thing that you move your hand away and then push the rest of the board through. Do you know right, what I'm right. talking so about? Right, so you don't cut yeah. off a thumb or something. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. So while I'm doing that, I guess I, you know, did it wrong. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and the board started raising up. So I panicked and just pushed it down with that stick, but the board had shifted over and oh. got on top of the blade and just shot straight back into my stomach. Oh my goodness. Oh. So, <laughs> I've never had the wind knocked out of me like that. I mean, I was sitting there gasping for right. air for probably, I mean, it seemed like a long time. It was probably, I don't know, 20, 30 seconds. But again, <laughs> no sense of urgency. No, are you okay? Oh my God. Are you, you know what? <laughs> Can you breathe? He just walked over and goes, where'd it get you? And I was like, <gasps> the stomach. And he goes, well, just be glad it didn't catch you in the nads. And then walked away. <laughs> and that was it. Once he, yeah. oh, yeah. oh my But that goodness. board shot off of my stomach so hard that they we found it later. You know, the shelves that they had up where everybody would put their wood. Yeah, for, let it yeah. dry for your yeah. glue and stuff. Yeah. They found it across across oh the the room up on one of those shelves. So it had so, bounced off your stomach and then flew up onto the shelf. Yeah. Holy cow. That's, that's really moving. impressive. Yeah, that's like Brad Pitt bounce. Yeah, and I had a, a line across the bottom of my abdomen for probably about two weeks of just black and blue. Wow. Was, yeah, that was a rough one. Did you take any time off school for that? No, I don't think so. Because I remember seeing Smokes sitting in the in the yeah office waiting for a ride home because he put a, a nail in his thumb. Yeah, and not through the side, through the top. Like, yeah, yeah. I didn't oh, I didn't see it. Hot but dog, not hamburger. Yeah. yeah. Was Muncie the teacher at that, at that time too? I don't know. Let's just put him on him yeah. until it's not. Yeah. Let's yeah. just say it is until injuries it is under. I mean, that place was a death trap. 
Sure. I'm surprised that more stuff didn't, didn't happen coming out of that. Right. Yeah. Right. Holy shit. I mean, when you, when you put in emic back there with all those different utensils and fire extinguishers <laughs> I mean, it's trouble yeah. it's definitely trouble and you got maddie too fatty taking like three years worth of classes back there <laughs> yeah i remember emic shooting the nail gun with that he'd just pull back the safety and he'd shoot the nails oh across the, the shop oh classroom my gosh. oh yeah nuts he should have used tape and just tape it <laughs> yeah it works much better it been better yeah no i'm kidding what was he shooting like what was he shooting at oh just across the room see how far they'd go they'd go flying it's crazy Did it, yeah so was but it they don't, they don't fly very well right like they're not very stable yeah they're very I mean, like video games don't and, uh, yeah so it's not gonna puncture somebody no if i mean if it hit you it it could hurt. It could probably poke your skin, but yeah, yeah it wouldn't go through them. Yeah. The, the okay. nails are pretty small and uh, flimsy, actually. If you hit metal, they bend really easily. Okay. So, yeah, they would just go flying across the room. Yeah. But still, you don't want to catch one of those in your eye. No, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, did Muncie have any repercussions for the broken arms? That's pretty obvious that that behavior of jumping off the back of someone wasn't yeah. the best. I don't know. Wow. He was still Maybe the, not directly for that, but I think karma got him a little later. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, <laughs> In yeah. a roundabout way. <laughs> Completely actually forgot about this story until you mentioned it. Because De- um, Derek but, Troyer came to school right. on that Monday pretty proud about it. Well, what was he proud for? He that he <laughs> well i think we're going to get to it he was pretty proud of how he treated you once you were out of his truck yeah <laughs> he thought it was the funniest thing <laughs> do you mind telling us no. as best as yeah. you remember it yeah it's a, this one's a little foggy like i have i really have no idea what derek and i were doing just driving around worcester just the two of us on a, i mean we were friends so right. that that wasn't the unusual thing but um just the two of us in Worcester on a Friday night. I, I don't know what, what led up to it. Uh, but we were up at the North end, you know, I don't know, probably at Applebee's or something. I don't know what we were doing, but we drove past the high school and saw that there was a football game going on Worcester high school. And I think it has since changed. I think they've added some structures or ticket booths in the front of, yeah. of that now, yeah. but it used to just be like one little, ticket booth office and then the rest was just chain link fence uh so everybody that was in the stands you know could see outside of that that uh that chain link fence <laughs> so he was like oh you should go streaking and uh like across the field it's like no i'm not going i'm not <laughs> across going across the field, the field. <laughs> that's getting arrested right, right there i'm yeah. you know i may be you know <laughs> willing to push the envelope but not not quite like that right uh, so I said, here's what we do. Is, well, were you used to streaking at this time or were you mooning or, you know, what what degree were you comfortable with? You know, I'd, I'd do, done a little mooning. Okay. You know, who hadn't? Yeah. Just dabbled. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A little, All little, right. little butt cheek here and there. Sure. Okay. Back to this. Uh, but back no, to this never. Friday. I don't think I've ever gone straight out. Uh, right after it. Yeah. Okay. No, not, not full on streaking. Okay. So I said, here, if I'm going to do this, this is what we'll do is... You drive up next to the start of this chain link fence, let me out, and you drive right next to me on the driveway while I run up against the chain link fence. And he's like, okay, yeah, that's good. Okay. Uh, so we're driving up and I'm taking off all my clothes and then he, uh, he's like, all right, here you go. And uh, 
So I get out and run right up against the fence all the way down. And, you know, you're just trying to run and get back in the car. Cause you, you know, so I'm not, I have no idea how many people even saw me. Right. Maybe right, a handful. Right. Cause it was in okay. the middle of the game. There weren't a ton of people yeah. around like the ticket booth area. Were you or like anything. shouting or anything? Like, woohoo. Or like, yeah, was probably. He honking, I mean, or? Yeah. I think he was honking. So we get to the end. You're probably on some MCTV archive football footage <laughs> in the background running up the sidewalk. Yeah. And there's the, the announcer. And we yeah. have a young male. Yeah. Mike Breckenridge is like, well, ladies and gentlemen, there is a streaker out on the parking lot here. It's a delay game on the home field. Home team. Anyway. Yeah. So he, and, and I didn't remember this either, but he, you were saying he, he was driving off. Yes. Or lock the doors or something. And I, I sort of remember like trying to get in. Yes. And he, it wasn't like a, a real prolonged, like he didn't drive, completely drive off and then come back. He was just delaying me getting back in the car. Yes. He, and, and now you're not running and it's not this fun. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay, man. All right. It's over. Let me in. Let me in. So he finally did open the door or stop or whatever he was doing. And then we off we took. And, and that was that was the end of it. We didn't oh know no further repercussions or no or anything. Off so he went. they didn't get his license placed. See, that, he would have been the one busted. That's I'm true. Sure, with his yeah, license plate. That's true. But because I, I think sh- I had a ski mask on too. Oh, I think, oh, he, I think he had a ski mask in his yeah. in the back of his car. Okay, and I put that on, or at least a hat. Yeah, yeah. But that was all. I had my shoes and a yeah. ski mask. Probably a smile. <laughs> Have you been streaking since then? Was that one and only? Ah, uh, no. That I think that was the one and only. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he's yeah. So Marcus, you're you're a guy that has uh, been around singing quite a bit. In fact, you sing so much you went to a non-instrumental church growing up. Yeah, um, which was impressive. I couldn't believe it when I visited for the first time. I believe Nate Holton was a pastor there. He oh, was a youth pastor. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Fester, he's um, been around a lot. Yeah, you've been to a chutzpah concert at that church, Jeremy. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and there's a food drive. Yeah, mm-hmm. and brought a can of mushrooms. Yep. <laughs> Yep. And Uncle Fester was laughing in my face about it. I was like, that's right. what I brought. Right. You didn't, followed the it rules. It didn't specify what, yeah. you know. What's wrong with canned mushrooms? Yeah. It was like one of the mini ones. Yeah. And, and we had we had the recording of that night for the longest time. We've lost it. We've since lost it. But Uncle Fester, you could hear him in the background before it started. Cause he's like, hey, you guys, I... I, I wasn't able to check everybody, but the whole reason you're here is to give food. So I hope you put something in that box back there. Like he was admitting like, there, there's no way we checked everybody, yeah. but I really hope you guys actually brought food to get in here. <laughs> that is funny. That's true. Cause he checked me. Yeah. Right. For right. sure. It's just such a Nate Holton thing yeah. to say. <laughs> Wasn't there something with like Matt couldn't find his drumsticks yeah. Or something like that. I remember there being, because we had this whole thing planned out where it was like, Lee was going to go up first yes. and he was going to start playing. And then like we had the, we had the lights and the yeah. smoke, the smoke machine. Well, yeah. And, and at, at the church, you could come up through the baptismal yes. to come up through the back. Mm-hmm. And so t- we, two fatty was going to come up through the baptismal. <laughs> that's right. And get on his, his drums. Yeah. And I think he oh, was just going to go. That's a great entrance. Yeah. He was just going to go like bass drum. Boom, 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 boom. 
And then I think Lee was going to come out. And so Lee was going to be the first person you saw come out to the stage. Wow. And then he was just going to solo for a while. Oh, that would have been, or yeah. that would have been awesome. Yeah. Was this your second concert? Like with the first one being at a banquet after party, right? That was the first time? It would be banquet after party. And then we played, um, we, we played a party at school to end the year. Okay, that was the second one. Yeah, and then that was when we had the decision. Okay, we need to change um, lead singers. Yes. We need to make a change here, and so we had only played two shows at that point. Wow, as okay. I'm remembering it, and then I started talking to Marcus, and I said, "Listen, we need a lead singer. Could you do you want to join Hutzpah? And that's how, that's how all. Well, I think we asked you, "Can you please please start playing with us?" And then we kind of just, yeah. as things progress, we kind of just said, Marcus is a lead singer. Wow. Okay. Thank you very much. Do you remember, do you remember the, that sequence? Well, I think, didn't Nick decide to quit? Nick he Meyer For the and three And he was S's. playing bass. Yeah. And I had played bass. Mm-hmm. So I think it originally came on to fill that. And then eventually there was a, a conversation had with the former lead singer. Right. So where, like, where did you, had you been singing for a while? Cause did you do anything at central with the uh, choir? I mean, I mean, you have to be in choir junior high and then freshman, sophomore year. And then I think at least your first semester of junior year, you at, at that time had to at least be in concert choir for, and then this, right. and then after that you had to go and, and try out and do all the sight reading and right. all that stuff. So that's when I dropped out. But we had uh, Brandon Rutt, Chris Mast, um, and Evan Miller. Oh, we yeah. had we had a little. We never played out anywhere, but we'd go over to Chris's house and you know try to learn Green Day songs or Weezer songs. Nice. So yeah, that was the other band you told me you were in. Yeah, Timely Manor. Oh, that's oh. right. That's right. Because like every that. time I see yeah. that at Bob Evans, I think about yeah. that. Because that's it, where we got it. Yeah, almost every Bob Evans little placard says like, "And we'll serve you in a timely manner." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, we were, and we were and we were eating at Bob Evans <laughs> after a basketball game, and we were trying to come up with a name, and we were all just like pulling random shit off of the table and just being like, "Oh, what about you know." Coffee creamer. No, that's stupid. And oh, timely manner. Yeah, it will be timely manner. Timely manner. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So that so that was your intro into playing music. Yep. And then what was your first show with Hutzpah? Do you remember what your first show was? Was it the Heil that, Road show? No, it was the we played over at uh Emily Yoder's house. Okay. We played in that in that barn that they had. And we took you guys I think you guys talked about the limo. In, yes. a, in a prior prior episode. Yep. We mentioned it briefly. Feel free to yeah. share your experience. Well, so they were, uh, I forget who was driving us. Paul, uh, Paul Herb, I think. I think so. So we got all loaded up in the, uh, in, in the limo and showed up like, like the rock stars that we thought we were. Right. Right. And went and played that. I think there was a, like, there was a decent, amount of people there that was one thing i mean anytime yeah. we played there'd at least be a, a decent decent crowd that would show up oh yeah like 50 people yeah. or more yeah. yeah and especially if you played like the churches you know some of those churches wanted bands to then like 
you could come in and play some of your songs as long as then you did some worship songs oh, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Remember that? We, yeah. yeah. Well, I also, uh, now that you mentioned that I, we, we played uh, a couple chapels. Yeah. Yeah. Just chutzpah. That's right. Yeah. That was right after I tore my ACL and I had to have somebody help me up the steps oh. on the stage and I was just sitting, sitting in a chair. Yeah. While we played. Yeah. And we, we played, uh, <laughs> Uh, Jesus, like audio adrenaline or something. Well, we played Jesus, Lover of My Soul to uh, <laughs> Smells Like Teen Spirit. Oh, oh. I forgot Jesus, about that. Yes. Lover of My Soul. <laughs> Dude, that's and, awesome. Uh, was, it, uh, was it Dave Friesen, the, uh, the, the yeah. middle school teacher? Uh-huh. Yeah. After we did that, like he came up to, uh, to us. He was just like blown away. He's like, that... Oh, I love how you transpose that over that other song, that Nirvana song. Like, that's amazing. We were like, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. That, that had Luke Martin written all over it. Well, yeah. All I do is steal. You've played basketball with me, yeah. you know? You know? Yeah. Now that, that actually uh, triggers another memory of us in, uh, in Spanish class. <laughs> And oh man, do you know? Do you know what I'm? Do, do you know this story that I'm thinking I about? I where we had to come up with some lyrics or something. I don't. And it wasn't in Spanish, but for some reason I'm thinking we were in Spanish class and you, you uh, stole that Ben Queller lyric, oh. the all all maxed out like a credit card. Yeah, yeah. And everybody was like, "Oh, that's amazing!" And I was like, "Oh, he stole that! He stole that!" <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Red dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's easy, but it seems so far. I'm maxed out like a credit card. <laughs> and they were like, oh my gosh, what? what? <laughs> and then this Marcus blew my cover. <laughs> yeah, everybody, like you were, you were with Nate Larson in that, like just calling rat dogs, rat dogs. Yeah. You know, yeah. we were always doing that. But yeah, I was Ramon. You were Ippolito. Uh huh. Uh, Dan's Zakur was Mario, right? Yep. And so we had ourselves a good time. Oh, I yeah. actually really enjoyed taking Spanish those extra years. That was a oh, fun it class. Was, it was an awesome class because half the time it was either playing four corners. You remember playing yeah. four corners? He'd yeah. ask you a question uh, and then you'd have to answer in Spanish or whatever it was. And then uh, you would knock the next person out in front of you. So it was like... Uh, oh, well. Yeah, like knockout almost for for Spanish class. Right. But then when we weren't doing that, we were just singing songs in Spanish. Paul yep. would get up there and Demos gracias al Señor, Demos gracias, Demos gracias por su amor, something like that. You have a way better memory than I do. That's impressive. If it's in a, if it's in a song, yeah, I, yeah, that's about all I need. And then and then the other would would be the the girls would just. Be like, oh yeah, we're gonna bring in enchiladas tomorrow. Yeah, oh. it's like every other class, the That's girls awesome. were bringing in enchiladas and chips and salsa. Right, and you just Man. sit there sing, singing Spanish songs That's and eating right. enchiladas. I should That's have right. Spanish. Holy and, cow! On yeah. some Fridays there was the fresh salsa competition. Mm-hmm. You know, and there what? was always debate about what's fresh salsa. Well, if you're heating up anything, it's not fresh. Well, I remember he gave me a bunch of grief because. Uh, they weren't fresh tomatoes. They yeah. were the uh, the canned right uh, canned tomatoes, right. and that was apparently a no no. Yep, he didn't want them canned, and he didn't want them stewed. Yeah, man, German was all just strict. We we only just took quizzes and tests. That's yeah. it. That's all we did. Kind of reflective of the two cultures, though. Uh, isn't yeah, it? yeah. It's <laughs> like, I get it now, but man, <laughs> yeah, went down the wrong path. 
No, yeah, really was did. Allison still the? She was yeah, the German Allison teacher. Seymour, Frau Seymour. Yeah, yes, yep. Frau. What yep. was your German name? It was Ernst. Ernst. Yes, Ernst. Yeah. 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 Hey, Kaiser what, Ernst. What drew you to German? Was there um, a was there a gal in there that that you liked? No, oh. um, believe it or not, there wasn't. Um, just my dad had grown up in Germany, so he okay. knew German. Okay. And I took it in sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Okay. And then so I took it all through high school, and I was actually I was a little bit ahead then when I came into Central, and I just had a class by myself with Frau Seymour, and she'd just <laughs> give me tests, and it was just me and her. And that was it. That's not bad. She didn't really teach, but she just gave me tests. Yeah. So always, you didn't have bratwurst day? Or... No, no. Nine. <laughs> it, would, it would have smelled too bad. Yeah. Nancy Hostel would be pissed oh, off yeah. if you guys were bringing bratwurst. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but well, no, we didn't. Yeah. We kind of went off on a little yeah, tangent did. there. Uh, what were back we? to the, we were talking about, well, Ohio Road Church of oh, Christ. Uh, out at, um, this was. The chutzpah years. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And yes. then we. Yeah, went into the Emily yeah. Yoder's. Yeah, well. so we we rolled into Emily Yoder's out there. She's lived outside of Doylestown, mm-hmm. and we came in and the in the uh, the limo, and we had already gone in, set everything up, sound checked. Right. Uh, then her dad. We rented um, smoke machines. Yeah, back we in always. The day. Yeah, we go to Harder's nice. Music. Yep, thirty oh, bucks. Yeah. And get the smoke machine and the lights. Yeah. And yeah. We, that guy in there is cool. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. is yeah. cool. He's just he, always, hey man. Yeah, I'll give you some extra juice for the smoke <laughs> machine. I'm like, oh man, thanks. <laughs> so, don't worry about getting it back till yeah. Monday. I'm yeah. Like, All right. Cool. Yeah. And then I think. I don't know how we roped Timmy Dorfler into being our our sound guy slash light slash smoke machine guy. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is an impressive there. concert. Though. Oh, we've got, I we just, went, let me just say that because and, it only being your like third, fourth time right, performing, like right. this is some heavy well, duty stuff. And, Flights and, and, and fog is, machine. This is Emily Yoder's house. This is junior writer for the vein. Emily yeah. Yoder on the front page, two uh-huh. articles. Emily Absolutely. Yoder. Like, this how is did she get that position? Shit. Emily Yoder. Yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. So we, we, we set up a stage that was hay bales. Do you remember this? Yes. And then we got plywood and put plywood over the hay bales. Yeah. How we got all of this equipment on there without anything falling over or catching fire. Yeah. Or (laughs) sliding out. I don't know, but we, we, we made it work. Um, but yeah, we had a decent little crowd out there. I think, my parents came, or at least my mom did. I know mm-hmm. Kim Hignite was there, mm-hmm. but I feel like there was a decent adult Were uh, there? presence there. Okay. Was this, I think I was taking photos at this before, right? While you guys were practicing. Yeah. I think you guys were getting some band photos. And I remember a little tiff happening or a fight breakout between the band members. And I was just like, oh, um, that's another band that Marcus and I were, was in. That's, oh, that's okay. Muddy Creek. Oh, okay. When we were getting ready for See, a wedding. Was, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, then yeah. the chances are that's that that bad. was Michael and I. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. Michael and Marcus. There was yeah. tensions always ran high head, the day But that was wedding. like a barn setting we as well, I think. Song. Right? <laughs> I think that? I, that was yeah. a barn setting as well? Okay, yes. that's what, I'm yes. mixing the two together. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um, so there was a, a... And I think we had pre-planned this. I don't know how far in advance, but... Uh, you had tearaway pants on mm-hmm. and some leopard skin, leopard print bikini yep. briefs That's underneath right. them. That's right. 
And while Lee, I think Lee had a solo and he was doing his thing. And just remember that the Jeremy Richards song has a line, your leopard print speedo. <laughs> There's a man that well, we all perfect. know who wears a leopard print speedo. So anyway, so, back so, on. Yeah, so back you on. hop up, there was an extra, like a, a couple of hay bales that were stacked a little yeah, higher. Yeah. You hopped up onto that and I went up behind you and tore your breakaway pants away so it was just you with your uh with your 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 bikini briefs up there yeah shaking it you turned around you're shaking your ass baseball a little catcher. bit that's yeah. all i gotta tell you baseball catcher <laughs> oh no, it was an ass yeah thank <laughs> you yeah and and so then timmy timmy dorfler he had a like a big flood flashlight yeah. oh and yeah he pointed that thing uh, right at you and everybody yeah. was he, but i don't know what the, the, he was the chip to my dale yeah. the chip and dale <laughs> I needed them to highlight the right spots. So I think I think the parents were were a little, yeah, little surprised. But we I didn't catch too much grief for it. I think my mom just said that was surprising. Yeah, you know, in yeah. her way, you know, that was very surprising that 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 was done. Too fatty told me something. Like Kim had mentioned something in the back in real time as it was happening. You know, <laughs> uh, but no, nothing made it back to my ears. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think the limo kind of sets a tone. You know, when we, sh- when you show up in a limo, yeah. you know, and I think there was a can of skull back there. there oh, was all, yeah. There was all kinds Some of things. Berry blend. Yeah. You know, just a, a real Wayne Dale of a night back there in that limo. <laughs> Well, there's one thing about you, Luke, is when you do something, you do it. That's right. You, yeah. I mean, this yeah. podcast, <laughs> I mean, ev- everything that you do, it's you're gonna, you're not gonna half-ass it. You're gonna do it. Well, right, right. What's the point if not? You yeah. know. So I'll always hop on those coattails and be like, yeah, sure. Oh, so you're Let's saying that it. wasn't your can of skull? Interesting. I see. Oh, I'm talking about the lights oh, and the smoke yeah, yeah, and the yeah. limo. <laughs> right, yeah, that's right. me. I'm bringing the right. The only thing missing. <laughs> bringing the unmentionables. The only thing missing was MTV that night because it, it definitely had all the makings, Jeremy. It definitely oh, did. Dude, it sounds like you guys did a lot of planning on this. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's tough when you're trying to be a rock star. You have to do it all beforehand so no one sees you doing it. Like, that's kind of half of being a rock yeah, star. Right. So you have to get yeah, there. Yeah, make it look like it's effortless. Right, yeah. yeah. So that yeah, was really part of like the coolness. Yeah. 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 Which, but, there was a lot of practice that went into some of those things. Right. And, right. Uh, I mean, yeah, we, we practiced. would be practicing a lot. Oh, I remember yeah. a lot of yeah. like, school oh, nights yeah. even. And, yeah, but yeah. there were some some things that we practiced to look like rock stars that probably didn't work out so well. Oh, and I'm so sorry about that, Marcus. <laughs> I, I really am. Uh, we, were, we were really into punk for a time. Okay. You know, and part of the punk scene is to be able to do some pretty crazy things on stage with your guitars. Um, even like your, the drummers have to do things like flipping around drumsticks and stuff yeah you know? not forgetting them too fast yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah not forgetting them uh and so we were practicing guitar throws and not only that i had bought not we okay you okay we're practicing <laughs> guitar throws yes i was practicing <laughs> guitar throws and i had also gotten on musician's friend and i had ordered these special guitar strap yeah. attachments that are like a swivel, a ball bearing swivel made specifically to throw your guitar oh, wow. so that your strap. I didn't know you had. Yeah. Again. Makes sense though. Luke Martin goes 100. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. You got to do it right. You got to. <laughs> well, yeah. If you're going to have the whole lights and fog machine, you yeah. got to throw that guitar. Yeah. Throw it over your shoulder. Yeah. Not only that, but I also then bought 
a wireless pack, a $99 Natty wireless <laughs> microfoot mic pack that plugged into my guitar. So I didn't even Whoa. have cords on this puppy and I okay. was ready to throw this sucker. Yeah. And it was a cool, I forget the name of it. It was, it, it wasn't like a popular brand, but it had a really cool teal tiger. Uh, oh, print guitar? Fish. Yeah. The, was the it guitar. that Ibanez? It looked like an Ibanez, but it wasn't that brand, okay. I don't think. It was a different off brand. I've, I've since forgotten it. It's, I, I gave it to some ex-girlfriend, you know, you know the story. She broke my heart and I gave her the broken guitar. <laughs> I'm making all that up. Uh, anyway, what was I even talking about? You the bought guitar, the, the wireless pack. Yeah. yeah so it was a really nice setup, but the problem was that we practiced in my basement and that had like eight foot ceilings and maybe in a room that was like 16 foot by 10 foot max. We were, we were packed in there pretty tight. Very tight. And so Marcus, this is where I'll leave it to you to f- no. further explain well, what I, happened. I will say that you, you did get the guitar. This wasn't your first try. You no. had got the guitar throw down to the point that you like, obviously you went to the extent of getting the locks on your strap, getting the wireless input for the amp. So like once he got it, he was a guitar throwing machine, man. He was any chance he got, oh, throwing that thing yeah. back, catching it. And it looked cool. We were like, oh yeah, that's awesome. It does look sweet. It does yeah. look cool. Yeah. And so apparently this is my my theory on it is that through all of this guitar throwing, the actual bolt for the, for the strap that... So he's got the lock, mm-hmm. but then there's the bolt that goes into the body of the guitar mm-hmm. that snaps into. Okay. Mm-hmm. That thing had started to come loose. Okay. And yes, sir. he did not know that none of us knew this. Yes. And he goes and goes for one guitar throw. And again, we're packed in there pretty tight. And this thing flies off and the neck of the guitar comes square down on my collarbone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, stop, stop. <laughs> I was 100% sure that I broke my collarbone. Me too. It hurt so bad and it was just throbbing. And the look on Luke's face was just like, you, I mean, the he felt so bad and, the, oh, you know. Yeah. But, I, I went from punk to Josh Groban <laughs> so fast. Like, I just, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. But that, I didn't break my collarbone. Miraculously really? not. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how. It's, and it's fantastic it didn't hit your beautiful face. Yeah. Your George Carlin oh, looking face. Yeah. Jeez. That get those guitar throws though. I did actually do them in shows, not just in the basement. Yeah, yeah. Um, those those were. You had it down. That, that was high energy. Just faulty equipment. High energy stuff. Faulty yeah. equipment. Gotcha. <laughs> I should have had an Ibanez. <laughs> <laughs> had to go for the off brand. That's right. <laughs> so just real quickly, Jeremy, we Marcus and I then after graduation, while we were still get, going through college and working in Amish door we created a wedding band to go play like wedding receptions mm-hmm. to get paid yeah. to do this. And we'd have to, and that's where you were thinking oh, of yeah, that. Muddy Creek. Yep. Yeah. Muddy Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, who I have tattooed on, on my one butt cheek, which no one else did that dare, which that's another story for another time. <laughs> but again, Luke Martin goes 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, all right. Fine. You made, you made your point. It's, yeah. it's not a bad thing. I admire it. <laughs> uh, to Marcus's point, 
you you witnessed a fight, some strife in the band when we didn't have a song ready to play for a, a wedding reception, a song that the person, the the, the bride, more than likely requested. Mm-hmm. Oh but, yeah. But Marcus, he there were times that he did learn songs for for specific reasons. And do you remember that time, Marcus, that we learned? You're still the one by Shania Twain for yes, that birthday party yeah. in Dover. Was I sure Dover? do. Yeah, yeah. The British, the British guy who somehow married some lady from Dover, Ohio, and she was throwing him a surprise 60th birthday, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And she rented out a the basement of a community center in Dover. Yeah, and somehow found us. Online, Luke, you set up a website, muddycreekband.com. Muddycreekband.com, <laughs> yeah, and she contact, that. put a submission in through there, yeah. and uh, and we went down there and played. And she she wanted us to learn that, she and she sang it to yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! So you guys played, and she sang. Yes, and Whoa. Marcus and I sang backup on the chorus. You still the one? Exactly. Yeah. And then she'd go, you're still the one I run to, the only one I know. And so it was, so that was fun because, yeah, she provided the song. We had to learn it remotely. We learned it without her. And then we showed up and practiced it like a couple of times with her. I was just going to ask, did you ever even play it with her? Like you just maybe a couple twice. Times. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Was she a good singer? Like have yeah, a good was, voice? I think or she was did. It, she did okay for yeah. what oh, you would yeah. expect in yeah. Dover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In the in that context, it was good. Yeah. Like you wouldn't want to see her at the Wayne County Fair. <laughs> yeah. But That's if, more Ashley. But speaks. if she's singing at her husband's surprise birthday party, it was fantastic. Yeah. Well, I bet he that loved it. He probably speaks. Lo- yeah, loved right. that song. Was he in tears? I can't do a British yeah. accent. Well, he's, he's like, it's not Elton. He said, all you, he said, all you all right, love. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> do you know any Elton, though? <laughs> okay. I, there was a concert, well, probably Muddy Creek, too, or the uh, Hutzpah concert at Howell Road. You broke a string there, right? I remember oh. you broke a string one yeah. concert and because you said it was my G-string. Yeah. And everybody thought that was hilarious. Right. And I actually yeah. think it was your G-string. And we probably weren't equipped to have like a backup mm-hmm. for you to plug in real no. quick. No. It's no. the lessons that you learn. Back then I was running with just one guitar. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, I saved up a hundred bucks and bought an Epiphone off of my cousin, Epiphone Les Paul for a hundred bucks. Yes. Teal. Yeah. Teal's always been my yeah. color for guitar. That was a good looking guitar. Yeah. But I think that that, back to the story about the Muddy Creek argument, argument. Mm-hmm. Was that was Adam Abel's and Jenna something? It was okay. their wedding because we were at a barn over there off of yeah. Al, uh, Apple Creek Road, south of Old Thirty. Right, right. And they had requested specifically for us to play "Everlong" by the Foo Fighters. Yeah. And Michael yeah. did not because I remember this last episode where you were talking about, oh yeah, Michael always knew all the songs. <laughs> he's the perfectionist and then at that one he was he's just like yeah, screw it we're not gonna do it oh and i was like and i was pissed because i was the one that got us that because they went to malone with me right right and they were paying us uh-huh. i mean they paid us probably at least 500 bucks 500 bucks yeah. maybe a thousand i don't remember but it was like it was like okay well we have to show up and you know, be some, somewhat professional yeah, and do, good. yeah. Yeah. And we DJed the wedding afterwards. Yes. Oh, nice. reception. Yeah. So we'd play like other music from, okay. yeah. And, 
And Michael was just like, no, we're not going to do it. I can't, I, I don't have time to learn it. And it wasn't the first yeah. song that he cut from the list either. Wasn't it? No, yeah. it, it was uh, like this. It was at least the second one. Yeah. And you were like, dude, they're paying us. We got to come through on these. And were these stuff you had already all practiced and learned? These to songs a certain extent. I just already? don't think that yeah. we were like super comfortable to the point that we wanted to play it. It wasn't like solid. In front yeah. of and, yeah, you know, because the other thing you don't want to do is bomb a song bomb a song at somebody's yeah. wedding yeah. wedding reception well, it, so- it sounds crazy but when sometimes your model that created the success is actually prohibiting you from success and so we created a model of like hey uh we'll come and we'll play live music at your wedding and then we'll stick around and we'll dj your reception and on top of that if you tell us some songs not only will we DJ those, we might actually even play them live. And so not only, so what that runs you we into. put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Like, trust me, there's no one selling that for 500 bucks. Like, trust <laughs> me. And I just remember that it was good money because everyone, there was five members of the team and everybody walked home at the end of the night with a hundred bucks. Yeah. At least a hundred bucks. Right. Like that was the, the, the lowest. So that was always like kind of fun. <laughs> Yeah, but I remember that particular one because I was taking photos for you guys. I think probably for the website or yeah. something. Um, and so you guys were practicing in this barn beforehand. And I think they're even setting up the tables, like the yeah. Right, the, uh, I remember staff. you doing, taking those yeah, pictures. Yeah, and I was just going around, you know, getting some good shots and whatever. And then <laughs> you guys stopped playing, and then the, this argument broke out. And I remember being like super awkward, being like, "Okay." Uh, should I? Because right. I'm just standing there at that point. Like, I can't take photos of Michael yelling. Right. So, hey, guys, these are pretty melancholy. Are you cool with that? Like, emo's kind of over, but we can definitely do these. Yeah, and it's like, um, right. I used to have a friend back in uh, middle school that I'd go over to his house, and his mom would and him would always just get in fights, and they'd just yell at each yeah, other. Yeah, it's always a little awkward to Yeah, to and to I always there. remember just being like, uh, do I like go to another room or just stand right. here? I remember right. being in that barn being like, eh, I might Get just go outside. I don't yeah. smoke, but maybe I'll go outside and have <laughs> right, a smoke. Right, right, right. Yeah. But see that, and that was all just because we were playing too many shows that we couldn't practice those songs and we kind of showed up and I know I didn't have the bass lines for those and it, we, we just weren't prepared for those custom songs. Yeah. yeah. We probably bit off a little more than we could chew. Right. Right. But we learned, adapted. Yeah, it's fine. You got to learn that one. It it is Mm -hmm. to the point where, you know, I think having kids kind of put me like in the wilderness, if you will, for like live music. But like when we get together and go fishing with like Too Fat and Silent Andy Gerber. um, (laughs) And when we see like the live duo playing like the keys, the keyboard, and, and they've got a guitar and two microphones. And it's like two guys in their mid 60s. It's just like... Yeah, that's that's a nice little destination yeah. right there. Like that, that's not a bad pit stop. Yeah, it's like, drawing you back. Uh-huh. Yeah, if that's if that's your gig for a decade, that's that's a good life right there. Yeah, good, so, good retirement plan. So, Marcus, yeah, you let me know when it's time for uh, warmer waters and, and hotter mics. You let me know <laughs> what and where. Well, we'll plan on when 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 your boys uh graduating. High school or college? Oh, that'd be like ten to fourteen years. All right. Yeah, just yeah. keep your chops up a little bit. All right, and you're playing live quite a bit these days. Is that correct? Eh, not a, not a lot. No, uh, we've been 
uh, not this year. Uh, a couple years ago, we probably played out, I don't know, four or five times, something like that. A couple, uh, there was like a YWCA event downtown Canton that we did and some random stuff like that, but it's not, not too frequently. Yeah. 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 No, that's great. I just, if there's anything we need to plug, if there's a Spotify yeah, album. you're still playing. Yeah. I no, mean, it's, that, well, yeah, I actually, I think Craig Mass put a, put a website up. Bull Moose Revival Band, I oh, think, oh. dot com. Michael, Michael came up with the band name. No. Yeah. No, Bull Moose Revival. I believe. So we've got BMR. Right. A couple little highlight BMR. real YouTube videos that we put together to try to like, send out the bars and breweries to get get some gigs. I'm going to have to but, check this oh, out. Wow. Who's all in it? I don't even uh, see you, me, Michael. Me, Michael, Craig Mass, okay. and then uh, our buddy Aaron Shaw from oh, Malone. Okay. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bull wow. Moose Revival. That's just a lot of masculinity coming from Michael right there. That's yeah. Just... The old history buff. Okay. You know. Do you know, you know the Bull Moose party? Uh, would that be like Teddy Roosevelt? You got it. Oh, thank oh, you. Got it. Thank you. Didn't even... You didn't even give me a heads up like I'd give you, but well, thank I you. knew you didn't need it. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but will you? Yeah. So, what what do they like about uh, Teddy Roosevelt? What do they want to bring back? National parks? Maybe it's. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, cool, you're part of the cool band. Name. Yeah. Why don't I ask? I you? just I just went along with it. Okay. You know me. <laughs> yeah, you go along with so much. <laughs> timely oh. manner. T- timely. Yeah. In a t- yep. Timely manner. Yeah. We would uh, we wouldn't paint a full picture if we only talked about music, Jeremy. He is a talented. Do you say a Renaissance man? Is that still okay to say? I think so. When someone yeah. is uh, well versed in many things. Oh yeah, he's for above sure. average in almost all things that I know him to do, and mm-hmm. uh, that includes basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He's played some other sports that we've already mentioned, golf and things like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got to know you quite a bit just through driving. Mm-hmm. And I know, Jeremy, you've got a lot of questions when it comes to driving. Oh, yes, That you yes. usually ask our well, guests. Yeah, because everybody wants to, not, well, at least me, I always want to know what kind of car you drove in high school because it's almost like your identity is kind of around that. Mm-hmm. You get a, your first yeah. car and, you know, what are they driving? And it's you're kind of known by your yeah, car. Yeah, when you go in, you know, you pull into some friend's house. Yeah. How do you know who else is there? It's the first thing you're like, it's, oh, yep, yep, yep. That's what, so what were you driving in high school? I was driving a 1986 uh, I think it was an 86, uh, BMW 325. Oh, the Euro. Yeah. yeah. Do yeah. I remember that? So it, it, uh, it was a, like, I was psyched to drive it when I first got my license. Uh, cause it had like the moon roof oh, and yeah. uh, kind of like school. for an 86, a little decked out, you know, the power windows and things yeah. like that. Yeah. But uh, it, it turned, it turned into a, a clunker pretty pretty quick the windshield wipers like something on the electrical stuff like stopped working so the, when they were shut off their default position was like at a 45 degree angle oh, on my windshield yeah and then remember the was uh, megan driving it or what no what was... so the reason i got that was my dad's car megan okay. and michael both had a old white honda civic okay is that and the so, one that michael was driving too quickly into Riceland golf course. That is, yep. That's the one. Okay. And so that one's going to get passed down to me. But right when I got my permit, it, it broke down like beyond repair. Michael, 
So yeah, he's driving <laughs> cool. it too hard. Well, one time I know my dad got pissed off at Megan once because it broke down and he found out that she had not been taking it to get oil changes. Oh, <laughs> no. So it was, it was that car was, was right. road rough. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Civic broke down. So my dad got a new car and passed that down to me. But then also, you remember the railroad ties back in the the side parking lot in between um, MCC and MCC, Central? Yeah, yeah the yeah. sophomore parking lot. So there was this plastic piece that hung down below the bumper, and I would always go a little too far, oh, and then it would oh. the railroad ties would catch it, and then just like rip it not completely off, but where it was just hanging down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh-huh. I ended up I had carried a. Uh, roll of duct tape with me and whenever that happened i would just go out and duct tape it up no way yeah yeah so yeah. it wasn't but it still ran well and it was uh five speed yeah and after i actually nice. learned how to drive the five speed um you know it, it could it could move pretty good right right uh, did butch teach you that or michael no Who my my dad taught me yeah. and um <laughs> So we, we lived over on Friar Tuck and there was it basically a complete circle around our neighborhood. So mm-hmm. I would go and, and practice and just drive around the neighborhood. So I, I thought I had it down and I went inside. I was like, hey, hey, I want to go out. I'm like, I want to go out on the road. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. Road ready. Right. So he hops in the, the, the passenger seat and we go out up Friar Tuck, right on Robin Hood, out where uh, Highland comes mm-hmm. down and then Highland wraps down around uh, Miller Fields, the Little right. League Fields, yeah. out towards Portage. So we go around there, things going all right, and then we stop at a stop sign and there's just a, the ever so slight little incline there at that at that stop sign. Mm, yeah, yes. inclines when you're new yeah. to five speeds yep. are inclines are the decline. Nervous yeah. situations. And somebody behind me came and was just oh, right, right up on my ass. Oh. Like no no Oof. room for the for the 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 tilt or whatever you want to call I it. I remember yeah. being so rock. Like anxious yeah. Yeah. in those situations. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I stalled <laughs> it out twice and then this guy starts honking puts his head out the window and goes, hey, dumbass, learn how to drive a stick. <laughs> I was just sitting in there just like, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Right. <laughs> so, walk of shame. I just told my dad, I go, switch me. Just switch me. Oh, no. So, oh, you tapped oh, out. Yeah, I tapped oh, out. No. I, was, I was so flustered. I was just like, just switch me. Just switch me. Was Butch freaking so, out at this no, time? No, he, he was, was, I mean, he was pissed. He yeah. had a... He didn't do anything. Yeah, I think he gave the guy like a look, like right. But I'm just that guy. Hey, hopefully, this is just my son. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, when he saw a, a 16 or a 15 year old, yeah, get right. out and then head down, walk of shame to the other side. Hopefully, he had a little remorse for his uh, his gut reaction to me stalling <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But, I hope he did. Yeah. So I finally got. Finally got the stick thing down. And uh, so that car, that car could move. So yeah. I, I got two tickets in pretty quick succession after I got my license. Okay. And the rule was, you know, if you get two moving violations yeah, before, before you're, you're 18. 18, you lose your license. So I lost mm. my license for 90 days. Yeah. So that's when my mom started taking me to your house in the morning. Right, right. And we rode in the Jeep. Yes, the old Wrangler. You, yep, yep. You in the front are driving, me in the passenger seat, and then uh, Olivia 
in the back mm-hmm. and and melda and the melda. turkish exchange student <laughs> yeah. in the back yeah who didn't who neither of them said a single word a single word <laughs> the entire drive <laughs> oh that's crazy yeah we chose what we listened to marcus and i and yeah we just chatted away oh, the whole time awesome see i i think i knew that in high school but i totally forgot that until you guys mentioned that yeah that you guys carpooled together the school yeah that's so cool and so then we, over that time also, I, I think you might've had your license for this when I would drive us to uh, summer league basketball in Canton. Oh yeah. I think you might've been driving them, but we were just carpooling yeah. just to do it because right. it's such a drive. But you know, we spent a lot of time together in the car mm-hmm. and specifically the Jeep, which reminds me of a story that includes Uncle Fester um, in Northwestern. <laughs> and when we were in high school, Marcus and I, um, we had an opportunity to go to the Wayne County Wrath. I like how you call game. it an opportunity. <laughs> opportunity. Like, like people were just knocking down the doors to right. go to a Wayne County Wrath semi-pro right. football game. Right. <laughs> that's right. And, and that's what it was, a semi-professional football league. And Nate Holton just happened to be the play-by-play announcer, PA address Whoa, yeah. announcer. What can't that guy do? I know. So Uncle Fester would have to call out like Robinson catch of six yards yeah. now second down and four, and so what he needed was people with binoculars and and a the, roster the roster yeah. and the depth chart and he needed guys to be his spotter to tell him who's who and what's what. Okay. Yeah. And so one game it was I think Marcus maybe you've done this with him before I had yeah but you then included me for one game <laughs> and we loaded up into my Jeep which is important detail for this story. <laughs> we loaded up into my Jeep in search of Northwestern High School because that's where they were playing. And I think I just assumed that you know how you knew how to get there. Yeah. You it, probably assumed that you knew how to get there. I, I assumed that yeah, I knew how to get Wayne there. Wayne County's not that big. It's yeah. probably easy to find. Well, right? no, it, it is easy uh-huh. to find. And now, now to me it is for sure. <laughs> Uh, but thinking back on it, we missed one right turn and we ended up going over an interstate and that's when we said, hold on, what's going on? We don't, we don't know where we're going here. And Marcus turned to me and he looked at me (laughs) and he says, Luke, are we lost? And what you need to know is that during this time, there was a national TV commercial, like a ad campaign going on that Jeep was running, Jeep Wrangler. In this TV campaign, they would say, you're never lost in a Jeep. You're You're just just exploring. exploring. (laughs) (laughs) So I looked back at him and and, and like we were getting concerned because this game was about to start. Yeah. And we were there. Nate needed spotters. We had cell phones, but we didn't have smartphones. Like we couldn't just get GPS. And And there's nowhere out there to stop. Like there is nothing in that area of the county. Like. Right. Gas station, anything. Right. And we, and so I just looked at him and I just said, Marcus, when you're in a Jeep, you're never lost. You're just exploring. And, and, and by golly, guess what? 10 minutes later, we were pulling into that parking lot. We explored yeah. Northwestern uh-huh. Wayne County. Wow. And, uh, and I was a whole lot less stressed about being lost after you said that too. I wasn't right. near, I just got this like right. calm. I was like, right. you know what? But that's not the funny. That's, right. that's not the funniest story. That's not the funniest Marcus story of that night. Okay. Can I keep going? I know this is your episode to talk. No, but I don't. I don't even know what you're oh about my to, word. Okay. to say. Okay. So this is even better. So, 
So like, is this me squirting the guy? Uh, I don't think you were there no, for that. I wasn't that was at Worcester that. High School. I wasn't there for that one. No, this this is even better. <laughs> um, well, I don't know, but it's it's funny to me. Um, but you need to understand because I don't think the Wayne County Wrath play anymore. I think that yeah, that that league, the team is defunct. Maybe even the league is too. Are if that playing? league was still going on after twenty years, I would be shocked. Were they, right. Is it full contact like tackle? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. And it was like mid thirty guys like <laughs> oh, us goodness. that like had played in high school and still oh. kind of wanted to there go. There were out. guys that that we played in that church softball league with that were playing on the Wayne County Wrath. Like yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, you hear semi pro and you think, oh, these are guys coming out of college that didn't know. These are old guys trying to relive the glory oh, I can't imagine of, the injuries on these yeah, teams yeah. Holy like, I, I don't I doubt they were even being paid I bet they were paying oh, to play yeah. I bet it was like oh, a yeah, 500 yeah. bucks to play yeah. to cover your travel and stuff but some of these like it was just funny like the like the wide receivers were like tall and skinny and they'd have like their uniform cut off showing their <laughs> belly you know like the mid 90s like yeah. the Orville wide receivers and like the the linemen were just fat, you know, <laughs> they weren't like just in shape. Fat. Yeah, yeah, they were just fat. <laughs> just um, fat. And then there was always like some guy on a team that'd be like standing on the bench, like putting his hands in the air, trying to get like the hundred his, fans trying to going. get his wife right. and yeah. cheering, oh, and his brother-in-law to get on their feet. Right. Wow. right. Okay. And they were playing some team from like Parkersburg, West Virginia. No okay. Way. So okay. like the visiting side this was insane. Was very minimal. And so really a lot of what's going on, I don't even remember if they had cheerleaders, but the PA address matters in these settings because there isn't any chatter. It's pretty quiet. You can almost hear the QB hiking. You can hear pads hitting pads. And the grunts. Yeah. (laughs) And like the only thing going on is Nate calling out what just happened. So it was very important that we were on our game and we were for most of the game. Then halftime came. And it was time for the 50-50 drawing. And you need to also think back to, like, this was Snoop Dogg was big back then. Uh-huh. 50 Cent was back, big back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just a certain way of saying things that, you know, that was pretty popular back then that Marcus was all about. <laughs> and, like, and specifically, like, yeah, the, the number 50, he'd like right. to say 50. 50, yeah. 50, 50 Cent. 50 Cent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it came time to, you know, they had the, the 50-50 drawing all ha- all the first half, like Nate's getting on the PA. <laughs> oh, the 50-50 drawing is now up to $275. Don't forget to get your tickets in, drawing at halftime, blah, 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 blah. And so it's time for the drawing. Marcus goes, hey, when they draw it, give me the ticket. I'll read the numbers. And I'm going to I'm gonna read it like 50-50 style. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, okay, whatever. And so they draw this 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 ticket, and Nate hands it to him, and it literally does start with like five zero four something, but it ends in two. And so he tries to say deuce to end it, and he so he so he's looking at the ticket, and he's speaking into this PA microphone that is broadcasting to the entire like stand speaker. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Northwestern Football Stadium. It's not a stadium, football field. You know, and he starts to read this off and he goes, 50, 42, 50. And he, <laughs> and he starts to stumble and he starts to laugh and he can't get through the number. <laughs> he can't finish it. And I've never seen Nate Holton grab a ticket out of somebody's hand so fast. He's like, give me that. And he's like, 
the winning ticket. You know, it's like a Dave Chappelle white man voice. He's like, yeah. the winning number is five zero four two one three. Please report down to the main concession stand after the third oh, quarter. Man. I completely uh, forgot about. Do you that. remember? The yes, I do it. remember that. Like I was like laughing after yeah, I got halfway through it. Right on the like all in the mic, like, as if you've never even been in front of people before. <laughs> do you remember what we used to call when? Because, uh, like Luke was saying, you know, you would say, "Oh, you know, tackle on the play by, you know, fifty-five, whatever his name is," but the skill level there weren't a whole lot of just like open field tackles it was a lot right at the line yeah, of scrimmage right. everything just kind of one two yards and then the Everybody other team the yeah, piling yeah. on so we we didn't know what to say like who to call when when the play like that would happen so we decided that it would and i don't remember if it was you or me or me and nate but we decided that it would just be a host of wrath oh yeah, <laughs> was the, yeah. Uh, brought down by a host of wrath i'm still proud of oh me i i like oh me i it it hits on the nose but there were some that were just very thankful that like the internet wasn't as or a camcorder on every single phone. Right. It's good to let those just die with... Uh... <laughs> yeah, even the footage we do have of like Travis Doss's wedding, that reception, <laughs> like it was crazy. Just out of hand. Out of hand. Complete. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, you I don't think expect. I've ever well, seen that footage. So I just to give you a little idea of the state that I came back, usually it would have like I would have been right there with you guys as far as being fucked up like yeah. at the point that of the night that you guys were yeah but i was in the wedding okay so michael and luke were doing the sound for the wedding too fatty and i okay yes and they found cases of firefly iced tea yeah was that it it was like that liquor sweet iced tea yeah. Oh no. And, yeah. <laughs> and you're supposed to dilute like, it with water and yes. drink it like oh, a really? regular iced tea. Right. But you guys were just drinking the concentrate right on right on the rocks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it was way. And I think it's like comfort. it's a high proof. It was like vodka. I think wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm getting chills just thinking about and it. So I come back to it, to get on uh, to like start playing. But before there, before that though we had we had responsibilities oh, you, up on the balcony yes. to play the processional and the recessional. So the recessionals when they come back, okay, as a band or just DJing, just DJing, DJing okay. from the balcony yeah, yeah. for the wedding ceremony yes. itself. Oh, okay, yep. And so we get through the <laughs> we we get through the pre-wedding music, we pre ceremony music. We get through the processional, so everyone's gotten up front, and you know yeah. we see Marcus is standing up there. You know the groomsmen and the and the bridesmaids are up there. So too fatty and I, we feel that our job's pretty much done. Yeah. So yeah, we're like, let's yeah. go back there and get ourselves a <laughs> glass of this Jeremiah Johnson Firefly sweet tea. And we just we didn't realize what type of a hornet's nest we were getting ourselves into. And thirty minutes later, we're inside refilling, and Nate Holton, Uncle Fester of oh all people, my. who's who's officiating the wedding itself, he's ending it and he's sending people down the aisle. And Too Fat and I were not out on the balcony no to music. hit play for the music. 
<laughs> and I'd like to think that I think maybe three people, three couples had already walked back while we were skewering. Just in the up. quietness. <laughs> oh, yeah. Carla was looking back. Everybody was looking back. It was bad. That's the night that you coined the uh, Carla too hot to try. No, das. you told me to say that. You, you told me to say that. The, the record, the video record will show. But that was said. Yes, that was yeah. said. But I came back after my, you know, walking uh, back down the aisle, and I come in the kitchen, and you guys, you three are just sitting there. Grinning from ear to ear, just like three little boys who just got caught, like with their hand in the cookie jar. It's like, oh man, yeah. it's gonna be a night, and it was a night. That was, yeah. That's the face I have, like right when I get on the Magnum at Cedar Point. You know, like, oh, we know how it's gonna go. Just hang on. Yep, we got all three Dosses here. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. And that night we added another one in Libby. Our best one, yeah, very people true. will say. Yeah. And I might be inclined to agree with them. Yeah. So. I'd say so, too. Say what you say about Travis. You can't say those dirty things about his wife. That's what. That's right. <laughs> so, Marcus, with all your driving records and things, were you ever a part of any big wrecks or crashes? Wes has has alluded to some stories with Kevin. Yeah. And I was, I was surprised in Wes's episode that, that he, uh, he didn't get into this. Um, well, we protect the innocent. Well, maybe he was worried about statute of limitations, maybe not, Mm -hmm. not being up, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that we're, we're in the clear there. Um, but he also, cause you, I know that you asked him about the senior prank. Yes. And he made it seem like, oh, well, we didn't, our class didn't really do much. And to a certain extent, I think, you know, junior, senior year, that was probably true. But I think we got into our, our fair share of trouble uh, freshman and, and sophomore year. Okay. So to your question, there was, and I, I think a lot of people will remember this story, or at least hearing about it, in that Wes Kime and I, Josh Pedroto and Kevin Mast, mm-hmm. freshman, sophomore year, we had a little bit of a, a destructive streak in us. Sure. Uh, we got we got pretty infatuated with Amish bombs. Oh, yes. If everybody knows what yeah. you know what a, an Amish bomb yeah, don't is. You mi- I've never made one, but don't you just mix up like chemicals and put it all in a it's, container you, and you, it blows? You ball up tinfoil, okay. put it in a two liter bottle, empty two liter bottle, and then fill it up in the bottom to uh, with um, works toilet cleaner. Okay. Shake it up. And then that thing just expands, keeps expanding with all the pressure in there. And then it just explodes. And it, I mean, it's a, it's a big explosion, bigger than what you would expect Expense, from a yeah. two liter bottle. It's really loud toilet, too, yeah, right? Is that like bowl the big cleaner? Thing? Yeah. Yeah. And, and tin foil. Uh, <laughs> Could you blow off a hand with it? Is it that dangerous or is it just I mean, more with like... The, <sighs> Not a hand, but like fingers. Uh, what was that? I, yeah, I wouldn't want to find out. That. Yeah, what makes it Amish? Does it, does it not hurt you? Just a loud noise? I think just because you can There's make no it with, with the uh, the basic products that you can find in your grocery store. The, oh, the simplicity okay. of it, maybe. Oh, simplicity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if that's if that's accurate. 
I know it as an Amish bomb. They love the little pop. Yeah, I know it as an Amish bomb because that's what Wes Kime is the one that introduced me to the Amish bomb. Oh, okay. He's quite familiar with the Amish community. He's got some family that are are still Amish, I believe. Uh, So he brings this simple technology to us. Sure. And... This layman's hardware tech. (laughs) (laughs) So we've gone out, we've TP'd some people and, you know, set off Amish. We'd skip chapel every once in a while and go set off Amish bombs in the woods, you know, back there. (laughs) (laughs) Just little stuff like that. For whatever night or whatever reason this night, uh, we were feeling, we were feeling extra, extra destructive. So we were driving around and we just decided that we were going to pick a random house. Okay. And we picked this house that was towards the end of Kohler before you get to Hackett. And the reason that we picked that house to my recollection is that there was an Amish school and I don't know if it's still there on, on Hackett. Mm. So we thought, well, this is a good place where we can all go in, park our cars because we were in two separate cars. And then we can run down there, TPM, throw the Amish bombs, chuck a couple eggs at the house, and then run off. Yeah. yeah. And be able to get out without, you know, him seeing our cars or anything or whoever it was in the house. Right, right. So we're parked at, at the Amish school and we're walking down, all our arms are full, and uh, we're throwing TP in the trees and everything's going, going well. And then we get over to the other side of the road and we're lying in a ditch and we start throwing eggs, throw, making our Amish bombs and throwing those into the yard. Well, we see the porch lights come on. So that's your cue, right? Right. Get out of there. So we <laughs> right. sprint down, down Kohler. We go to the, to, to our cars at the Amish school and Wes and I are in my car. We turn left. So going uh, West back towards Worcester yep. on, on Hackett there. Yep. And then I believe Kevin and Josh were in Kevin's uh, old Dodge Dakota pickup truck. Okay, yeah. So yeah. they go straight down south past the house that we just vandalized. Right. Past the crime scene. Past okay. the crime scene. I don't know if that was... This mm-hmm. just just like, oh, I'm just going to check yeah, it out or this what? is the way that I go home. Oh, I don't right, know what his right, thought was. Right. But they go right past it and the guy starts following them. And oh. I guess he's tailing them. I don't uh, flashing his lights, you know, he's making it known that you just vandalized my house and I want to, you know, I want to talk to you. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. They're not going to pull over. (laughs) So they start in a, in basically a little chase down, down a Kohler road. Yeah. So then Kevin turns right onto Arnold. Okay. And actually now that I'm telling this, I think that he actually turned his lights off oh to oh, try yeah. to get away from the yes. guys yep yeah so he's yeah. he's going down Kohler turns right onto Arnold heading back over towards Kidron Road well back at the end or towards uh closer to Kidron Road there's a real sharp left turn there mm-hmm. and there's a ditch and a, a concrete culvert and they go head first into that ditch <laughs> smash the front of the truck into that culvert and flip his truck back end over front. And they're like laying on the roof, you know, with upside down in in his truck. So this guy gets out and I guess this is hearsay from Kevin, Sure, but he goes, uh, 
He goes, what the hell are you kids doing? And Kevin gets out and he's just like, what the hell are you doing? And then they're all just like looking at, well, okay, what do we do now? Well, he'd called 911 or somebody had called 911 and yeah. the, oh the squad came and checked everybody out. Everybody was okay, thankfully. Um, but then I, I guess the sheriff showed up as well. Oh. And so Wes and I, we made it back to my house safe and <laughs> right. sound. We have no idea that yeah, any of this was going rest. on. Yeah. Right. So my mom comes in my room the next morning. She goes, hey, Kevin's on the phone. Said, okay. Hey, hey, Kevin. And he goes, uh, did the cops come to your house? And I was like, uh, yeah, really funny. And he's like, no, dude, I'm serious. Did the cops come to your house? And I was like, no, what just happened? And so he tells us the story. Yeah. And then he goes you know, the cops were talking to me and they were basically like, they know that there was another car here and they asked who it was. And he's like, I'm sorry, but like I had to tell him. And I was just like, ah, okay. So we're sitting there in the morning. I tell Wes, I was like, dude, the cops might be coming. Here. <laughs> and, oh, it's the cops. <laughs> luckily they never showed up. Whoa. Um, too busy with other things. But then my parents did find out about it because I think Donnie and Cheryl ended up calling mm, my mm. mom and dad and letting them know that we were in involved in this. And, um, so I, I don't remember exactly what they did, what the punishment was. I know Kevin got in some deep shit with his parents. Um, but at the same time, I think they were just kind of grateful that everybody was okay, that nobody got sure, seriously yeah, hurt. Sure. Fast forward a couple, a couple months after this <laughs> and we're at, at Ty Stye's house for a Super Bowl party. Okay. So we're down in the basement, all people in our class, and then his parents had people over and they're upstairs. Well, the food was all upstairs. So Kevin goes up at like halftime to go fill his plate back up and he comes back down. And he's like, he's like, I wouldn't go up there if I were you. I was like, why? And he goes, uh, you know, the guy who chased us. He's like, he's up there. He's watching the Super Bowl here today. Oh my gosh. What? <gasps> they were they went to Kidron Mennonite and they were friends with Dean and Prudy. No oh, way. Way. That's awesome. <laughs> Dean, but, what type yeah. of people are you hanging out with? <laughs> yeah. Come on, Whoa. Dean. Dirty Dean. Did the guys see him at the yeah, party? Yeah, I think they yeah. kind of like exchanged looks and just kind of acknowledged each other. But wow. Kevin and Josh, so I, I don't know how we Wes and I got got out of any repercussions outside of like whatever parents, our parents right, did to us. Right. Uh, but Kevin and Josh, they had to go uh, to his house and the next weekend and clean everything up. And I think they had to like rake his leaves. That was kind of the deal so that he wouldn't press charges, press charges or do any, you know, do anything more. So, and I, and I think wow. after they did that, like they talked to him and, you know, he was an okay guy, but you know, it was just one of those, <laughs> unfortunate things uh, of 16 year old mischief oh yeah man i i can't imagine what the conversation was between kevin josh and this third person guy until the police showed up like what what are they just standing there talking about yeah, <laughs> like, from, yeah, yeah. from what kevin said it was like immediate reaction was everybody was pissed off but then i think he kind of realized the seriousness that there's those of this. 16 year old kids who just flip their truck and yeah. let's just like take deal. it back, make sure they're okay. And so I think yeah. it, it was all pretty amicable for, uh, for what the situation was or what, what it could have been anyway. Sure. Holy cow. Uh, sure. Yeah. That's a crazy story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after you do that, 
you know, and, and the, and the administration is saying, Hey, nobody can do a senior prank or you're not going to walk. You're just like, you know what? I've been down that road. Yeah. Let's I had my, had my thrills. Right. You were, you were able to just keep it nice and chill. <laughs> yeah. For the most part after that, it was definitely all toned down Yeah, quite a bit after that one. That was kind of our, our, uh, wake up call to Maybe just sit in Kevin's basement and play N64 on Saturdays instead. Right, right. <laughs> I can't imagine. You learned your lesson. Yeah. The look on Kevin's face when he went up there at that Super Bowl party. <laughs> <laughs> Not expecting to see that guy. No, no. <laughs> you know, we've, we've had your brother on and I, I feel like he told some stories about you that maybe you didn't necessarily were aware that he was going to share um, is there anything that you want to address or that you want to go over, you know? Like, well, I've, yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, I, I wasn't surprised by anything that Michael said, you know, he's, he'll get his jabs in where he can. You yeah. Know? He's, yeah. that's just an older brother. Mm-hmm. But like, did he, did he like central? Did he like going to central? Oh yeah. He loved central so much that he actually came back after he graduated to eat lunch with uh, his then girlfriend oh. who, was, who was a senior. Okay. okay. And so <laughs> the other interesting yeah. thing yeah. is that he also told a story about getting yelled at by Tim Shu for laughing at the, uh, the, the lyrics of a, of a song that they were singing, right? Right. Yes, he did. And the reason that I say that is because that it's kind of involved in this, in this story. And, uh, I think it was prelude and dessert. I don't, I don't remember what, oh, what, yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what, what the fall, uh, concert was called, but I think it was prelude and dessert. Sure. So I think it was the day before that. And we were doing our run throughs, sitting in the PAC, going up to the risers, you know, practicing how you walk up and then walk down and, you know, make sure everybody oh, yeah. knows they're... Those squeaky risers. Yep. yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Tim was always a bit more, a bit more on edge or a bit more strict leading up to a concert. Sure. So, the other thing that was happening this day, and I do not remember why, maybe the soccer team or the volleyball team was, had a tournament game coming up, but it was a spirit day and they let us wear hats. Right. So it's hat day. Oh, that was oh, always the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hat day. So we're sitting in the PAC <laughs> and we're waiting. This is the uh, freshman sophomore choir or chorale. We were waiting on concert choir. You guys were probably in there getting ready to get off of the risers so that we could go and do our, do our thing. Um, and Darren Gerber was sitting in front the row in front of me in the, the PAC uh, yeah. seats and, you know, out in the audience, I guess. And so I kept reaching up and just like grabbing his hat and then he'd put, come back and like, Oh, give me my hat back, you know? And so I, you got a thing kept, with grabbing hats, yeah, by the way. Well, yeah. You didn't <laughs> learn your lesson in you six hat grabber. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People don't like getting their hats grabbed. No. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little bit of right. So did it one too many times. So Darren got pissed and he like turned around real quick to grab his hat back. And you could hear this pop go when he turned. He turned so fast and like lunged that it snapped 
some of the plastic pieces on the the frame of the of the chair oh no and it made this huge echo in the pac yeah. and tim just turns around and he sees darren and me like tussling with his hat Uh-oh. and he goes darren marcus in the lobby and it's just like oh okay so we get kicked out of choir and he just comes out a few minutes later and he goes go to pam's office tell it tell her what tell her why i kicked you out I said okay so we walked to pam's office we're like hey tim told us to come down here yeah uh you know we were fighting over a hat and uh this is probably darren's first time getting in trouble by <laughs> the way yeah. in his whole life right <laughs> Probably so. Wasn't my first rodeo. <laughs> um, so Pam, she was she was actually pretty cool about it. She just goes, "Well, go out, go out there, and what I want you to do is uh, just write an apology letter to Tim." So I said, "Okay." Go out there, and we're sitting there writing our apology letters in the the main lobby, and in walks Michael. Uh-huh. he goes what are you doing out here i was like what are you doing here <laughs> right. he's like oh i came to eat came to eat lunch and i was like oh cool <laughs> how cool of you <laughs> he goes what are you doing uh-huh. he's like ah tim kicked me out of choir uh so i'm writing him an apology letter and he just kind of chuckled yeah. and then was like all right see ya and i get home later that day mm-hmm. and my mom goes Hey, how was school? I go, yeah, it was good. She goes, anything happened? I go, no, it was a normal day. <laughs> she goes, oh, you didn't get kicked out of choir? <laughs> Michael went home and ratted <laughs> on me. What a dog. What oh, a dog. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So was that before or after you taped over his marine bio with the OC? <laughs> yeah, that was probably before, but you know, <laughs> okay. Maybe I had some uh, subconscious uh, okay. revenge that I needed to, yeah. to get out. I just want to get the timeline correct. <laughs> <laughs> I had no recollection of that, that did, I did that. But Did Michael pack his lunch? Did he come in with like a lunch pail? <laughs> no, he probably had to go up and look cool. Went to the Can kept... I get uh, chocolate milk? And... <laughs> oh, my. Two cookies. I bet he did. Double cookies. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I bet, and I bet he made a joke at the teacher's table when he walked past to, <laughs> yeah. hey guys but you didn't expect to see me so quick <laughs> yeah so he's you know and like I said he he just told a story on his podcast about about getting kicked out yeah so we're in the same boat yeah runs right. in the family right and that, you know now we're gonna have to hear from Megan about when she got kicked out oh no Megan doesn't get kicked yeah. out of anything well that you know about. That's we're, true. We're the oldest get, child. Yeah, you we're going to have to get to know. the bottom of it. But. <laughs> well, Marcus, this has been a enlightening time. <laughs> this has been. Oh, yeah. A blast to go back and hear your side of the stories. You know, so many times we were right beside you <laughs> as these things were <laughs> unfolding. And uh, so I know that our classmates will definitely resonate with many of the stories you've told. <laughs> But thank you for being here. No, it was yeah. a lot of fun. And uh, despite some of the uh, uh, things that have been said about me on this podcast throughout the episodes, it was a pleasure being here, you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, tell my lawyers that they don't need to, you know, move forward with that defamation suit that I was having a okay. look into. Yeah, we, we stopped so. with the cease and desist letter. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs>
but we're it's good that we use the same lawyer so we're saving right. money in both yeah. of us it's yeah. good yeah <laughs> the lawyers are the only ones that win in a scenario like that's that that's right that's right <laughs> uh but thank you for being here yeah it was welcome. a lot of fun you're yeah, welcome thanks, anytime Marcus. yeah